This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, everybody in podcast land. This is Herb White, Editor-in-Chief at the Charlotte Post. And this is Sports Charlotte. College football season is finally underway in Charlotte. Lots of games went on over the weekend. But the one that we're going to talk about today is Johnson C. Smith. It's a Division II program. It has a second-year coach in Maurice Flowers. And they are 1-0 now for the first time in 10 years. We're talking 2013, the last time the Golden Bulls won a season opener. Scored 49 points. Held the opposition to six. That's a pretty good day by most measures. And so after Smith won against West Virginia Wesleyan in West Virginia, I had a chance to uh, talk to Coach Flowers about the win, how it all went down, and what he hopes to build from that opening day win. You are doing really, really well today. Hey man, it's good to get a win. We're hey, we're packing it away and getting ready to start on the next one. That's it. Yes, sir. We well, we are exactly. But yeah, it's a good one. Hey, anytime you get a win, you you want to make sure to celebrate it. That's for sure. And uh, now we're on to the next one. It's been a long time coming for yeah. Smith team to open the season with the win. Uh, yeah. And so we're talking about a decade. Yes. Of uh, futility on the first day of the season. <laughs> Uh, yes. Does that it, make uh, Saturday's win uh, even more special it does. or poignant it, to it you? It does. It does, Herb. It, it, it makes it special because it's something that we set out to do um, in the off season and through the summer and through training camp. I mean, it has been a focus for us to win game one to, at the season opener. We, The team, the program was very aware that we had not won an opener since 2013. Okay, and her that's that's so. There was plenty of motivation behind it, and we, and as a program, we we know we want to do some things that have not been done in a long time here at JCSU in the football program. So to go through everything step by step is what we're doing. Is we're not putting the cart before the horse anywhere. Um, there's no one in the program running around talking about, hey, let's. Let's go to Southern Division play or let's try to go win the division to go to the championship. We're not. We're, we're going to just think one day at a time, one step at a time. And the first step was to win the opener. And we did that. And it was a focus of ours. And, you know, we're, we're not, we, we're not looking past any ball game. We're not looking past any day of or opportunity to get better. That's just, we're just trying to stay in the moment each day. And so the focus on winning game one. And the opener was was very big uh, because, you know, of course, our goal is to be a, a championship team. That's the goal. But there are certain things you have to do along the way to reaching those goals. And the first one is, hey, how about win the opener? <laughs> and so uh, we, we'd like to say that's a box that's checked. Now, given the final score, uh, you know, 43-point gap there, uh, were you surprised by that, or were you just like, hey, if we can get one point better, <laughs> that's a good day? Hey, hey, Herb, the name of the game is win. <laughs> so if 
we're glad to have the large margin of victory. Um, and really, if you look at our, our starters, uh, for the most part, they play in the fourth quarter. Uh, it's great to get a lot of our younger guys in the game and, and not just for a series. I mean, they, they got two and three series. I mean, pretty much the entire fourth quarter is what our younger guys got. So that was good to, for them to get that. And, and, uh, for us, it was just, you know, we, 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 it was a, it was pretty much understood throughout the program. If, if, if you're a team that has, that has been able to have guys on campus for the summer, when you start the season, you should start good. You know, you shouldn't have uh, some time where you are, you know, it just takes you a long time to get into the flow of things. And, of course, and that's with respect to every opponent that you play. You know, we respected this team, and we're going to respect this next team in Walsh University. But we, but we felt that when it just came to doing the football basics, which means lining up correctly, having a good stance, and just doing some fundamental things right, we felt that we should do those things well because we've been together for a little while. And as we looked at the game film, just look at the game, um, we did the little things well. And it's just because we've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And even at that, still, there was, yes. that was quite a disparity in score. Uh, and so yes. considering that, you know, granted, uh, it was, it took you a little bit of time to get going, but then the yes. final three quarters, uh, you were yes. pretty much the dominant team. So yes. you aren't surprised by that? No, I'm really not. I'm not surprised in the fact that, you know, I'm, I, what I am surprised is that we had two, we lost, we left 17 points on the board. And part of that was that first quarter. And that first quarter, we had a drive that uh, we were inside the 10-yard line, I believe, and we fumbled. Uh, we had a big completion, and we were on our way to a score, and, you know, we coughed the ball up. So that's seven points we didn't get. And then there's another seven points that we didn't get where uh, Jacob Newman, he's, he fumbles going into the end zone. That's two touchdowns and uh, both of them are red zone turnovers so those are areas of focus that we have is you know we we, we get in the red zone we want to score touchdowns and we we had two red zone turnovers and then we had a missed field goal so that's 17 points that we didn't get so i'm not surprised that we had a, a good output because uh, Herb, we've got some very talented football players uh you know you look at how we spread the ball around um you know we had four guys catch four different receivers catch a touchdown pass. We had two different guys uh, get touchdown runs. And Jacob Newman fumbled his on the way in the end zone. So uh, we, have, we have a lot of talent. And, and her, we had uh, two of our top receivers not play. Uh, you know, so we're, we're looking forward to just adding some more firepower. So we feel like if we get the right matchups and, you know, we, we do the right fundamental things that we have some guys that, you know, can can create problems uh, for for defenses. So, am I surprised at the score disparity? I'm not because her. We you know we got some guys. They they worked hard in the off season. They worked hard in the summer, and it was just really good to see our guys get out on both sides of the football and special teams, and just really you know let let some of the hard work show uh, that they've been in the weight room and that they've conditioned themselves well, that they've been studying hard in the playbook, that they've been studying film hard. And so that was, I just think that's what we saw. And when you talk about uh, the offense and how you got contributions from everybody, 
the Newman brothers obviously had a really good day running the ball uh, outside yeah. of the fumble there. Yes. Uh, and also, I noticed that uh, Reggie Bryant, uh, eight catches, yeah. 102 yards, and a score. It looks like yeah. he's returned to full strength. <laughs> yes. You know, Reggie, uh, if he's healthy, he's one of the best there is, period. And, and Reggie's healthy. And uh, he, he he's... You know, he's a big play waiting to happen. He's a big play waiting to happen. He's a matchup problem. And, you know, Reg, Reggie's, he's just very excited to have a big senior year because he was just, he had an injury play junior year. Just, you know, couldn't stay healthy. Uh, just little nagging injuries. And he really wants to go out with a, with a, a bang and show the type of receiver that he knows that he is and, and really have a good year in this offense and really just helping JCSU, uh, you know, just really, helping us go to another direction um, as far as the football program. Because Reggie's been here. You know, he's he's been here through some of the lean years, you know, with his first couple years. Uh, you know, not a lot of offensive success. And, and, I mean, we're not a lot of team success and wins. And he wants to be a part of helping to change the culture here at the pro, in the program. And Tyrell Jackson, obviously his first game back since uh, the late season concussion last year, he yeah. didn't look very rusty at all. Uh, Nineteen no. twenty-eight with two twenty-nine and four scores. Right, uh, just you know, he had a he had a really good spring. Tyrell had a really good spring. He's had an outstanding summer, and then through training camp, uh, just just really been sharp throughout. I mean, he's really like having an offensive coordinator on the field because he's just so familiar with the offense, and you know, really had a very had a very sharp game. Only missed a couple of a couple of reads and, and just off target a couple of times, but just very pleased. It's just a workman like Dave Foyne. Uh took what the defense gave us and, and made good decisions. I mean and he you know what I really like is that, you know, he just he's just running the offense. He's being a point guard and running the offense. He you know, he's not trying to force it to anyone. He's really just trying to take what the defense gives us. And, you know, you look at Brevin Caldwell, Brevin has some catches. And you had Tyreek Williams has some catches. And then you you know you got Dante Baker had a touchdown. You know, it's had had tight ends with a couple of catches. It's just you know we just spread the ball around. I was just really pleased with with guys being able to show you know some show what they have. And uh, you know the Newman brothers had a good game running, but some of the best part of their game is them catching the ball out of the backfield. And so we we look forward to just you know just continuing to keep everyone involved in the offense. And to that point, it also looks like statistically. Uh, this offense is ground first uh, because you yeah. ran the ball more than you passed it, but the passing did the damage. Uh, talk a bit yes. about that and, and going run first because it was almost like a two-to-one uh, discrepancy yeah. between passing plays and running plays. Right. I, I mean, we, we know we, we want to throw the football because we feel that throwing the football, uh, you know, we really just we just have some advantages because of, you know, we got a quarterback that'll make good decisions. We have a receiving core that we really feel good about. And so we do want to throw the football. But, you know, our offensive line, we, we've, we've talked and said that our offensive line is probably possibly the, the most improved area on the team. Definitely on the offense, uh, offensive side. And the, uh, the offensive line did a great job of, of communicating and, and playing good fundamental football and, and just, uh, com- just really just opening up some big holes. And so we want to use that. We, we want to have the ability to pass for 350. I mean, for 250 a game and run for 250 a game. I mean, those are goals that we have. And, and so just knowing that a defense might 
force us to do one or the other, but we want to have the ability to run for 250 a game and pass for 250. So that's what you saw yesterday was just that we were pretty much just going to what we say we want to be prepared to do. And, you know, this particular team, they were geared to stop the pass. And so we just said, hey, we're going to go ahead and run the ball a little bit more than we normally might like to. And flipping over to the defensive side, uh, obviously uh, no touchdowns allowed and uh, not a whole lot of yards given up. And one of the things that stood out to me in going over the uh, statistics was uh, Aaron Johnson, uh, a defensive end, uh, four tackles, and two of them were sacks. Uh, Talk a little bit about him. Oh, wow. Aaron, you know, young man that transferred to us mid-year from Highlands Community College, uh, coming from Hope County High School up in the Fayetteville area. You know, he's one of those, you know, long, lean bodies that we have at defensive end. I mean, Aaron has, you know, done well since he transferred in here. And he's, you know, really, and he's not even, uh, he's, he's been out a few days. He was one of the ones that got nicked up a little bit in training camp, but he's just coming back. And so I look for him to have an even bigger week this week as he's, you know, able to start working his body back in shape. But he just plays some good fundamental ball and, you know, just showed what he can do. I mean, we have about four defensive ends that are similar in height, weight, and length. And Aaron Johnson and Jalen Alexander, Tyene Odobanjo, and uh, and then uh, we got a couple of freshmen that are very good also. And those freshmen, that's uh, Lamone Hill and Jackson Hickson. So that's five. And we got five guys between the height of pretty much 6'2 and 6'5 that are all long, lean, physical guys. And so uh, good to see them get out and, and, and be able to mix it up a little bit. And the Linebackers, obviously, uh, Benari Black, you know, had a yes. had a really good day. Uh, Jack Smith as well. Um, yes, that's important for those linebackers to be involved. Yes, it is, and and really, that's that's the two guys you mentioned. That's that's experience right there. You know, they really started picking up the second half of the season, and and they just they've had, they have had a good off season and a good summer and a good training camp. Uh, and the biggest, I'd say the biggest area where I'd say they've improved is communication. Um, they're really just, you know, they've gotten better in learning the defense and recognizing certain things that an offense wants to do by formation and tendency. And, and I look for, for those two linebackers to help us be one of the better defenses in the CIAA. Uh, just very pleased with how they played yesterday. They, had, they played with good eyes and they played with good fundamentals. Now you have talked about history and how this program has struggled for so long and not wanting to get ahead of yourselves in terms what? of bring on the CIAA schedule when you still have a non-conference schedule to go deal with. Yes. Uh, yes. Talk a bit about going from the unknown because anytime you go into a season opener, there's going to be some unknowns uh, yes. to now you've got this lopsided win after the first game you're coming home, and there has been a good bit of buzz going on about Smith football, uh, yes. considering the the close losses from last year, another year of maturity, and bringing yes. people in through the transfer portal. Um, what do you expect in terms of that opening day crowd, and how do you handle those expectations? Well, I, well we look for, for us to have a big crowd. Uh, we, we're looking for a big 
opening crowd because really it's the it's the Eddie McGurk classic. So and Eddie McGurk, of course, the only head coach in Johnson C. Smith football history to win a CIAA championship. And so it's the Eddie McGurk classic on Eddie McGurk field. And this is the first classic uh, on our new turf. And so we expect a great crowd. And, um, you know, it's just w- with the with the momentum that we've got, I mean, our young men, it's going to be good to play home. I mean, we had a focus and a goal to start the season off the right way, okay? And that was with a win to 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 break ten a ten year streak, and now we're looking to go two and zero, which is a you know you have to go a long time before you John C. Smith has started the season off two and zero, okay? So. Those are the goals, and the goals are are to win. We got to win the home opener. I mean, so and we know we've got a team coming in. They've got a lot of confidence. They just won their first game. They'll have a few more extra days rest than us because they played last Thursday. And so we 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 just looking to just handle everything. You know, they they say you normally play better when you play at home, and that's what we're hoping and looking for. We're looking for a, a really good. Uh, season opening crowd at the Eddie McGurk Classic, and we're just looking to feed off of the crowd. Yeah, and also uh, it's been ten years since Smith has started a season two and zero. Oh. Just oh, okay. Thank you. Now, that that twenty thirteen teams actually started three and zero oh and finished okay. five and five. Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay. Thanks for that, Herb. Thank you. Yeah, so there is, <laughs> okay. so there is that, but you know. Understand that you don't want to get too far ahead, but just not at all, not at all. We're one day at a time, or we're we're one day at a time, and we're we're looking to hope to have a good day of practice tomorrow. That's all. That's as far as we're looking. Yeah. Uh, any significant injuries or anything like that uh, oh, from yesterday? None at all. We we got out of the game uh, pretty much relatively injury free, and we're really looking forward to a good week of preparation uh, because we we did play without a few. You know, guys that should play a lot of time for us, you know, with the receiving position, uh, defensive line and, and linebackers. I mean, we, we, we were, you know, we, we were, we made that trip to West Virginia, you know, knowing that we are looking forward to some guys coming back this week. Was that because of, uh, eligibility or it's, it's just, just mixed, mixed injuries, in, uh, just nicked up through training cramp. Nicked up through training camp and really just thought it best just to hold these guys out uh, to make sure that they're 100% uh, as we get ready to uh, have our second non-conference game and then we get ready to head into conference play and the, and the crossover uh, divisional play. Uh, any any trepidation you know, when you have a group that the smallest taste of success sometimes it kind of messes with your mind and you have to yeah. make sure that people get steered into the right direction. Uh, is that something that you have to be wary of with this group? Absolutely. Absolutely. Her. I mean, we're, we're this group I mean, with this program is these guys. I mean, every there's out of our 120 guys in the program, there's only 12 that's been here before. There's, I mean, 12 that 12 guys left from the previous there. I mean, so you're looking at a, a group of guys that it's, no matter what they accomplished at other colleges or what they accomplished in high school, this is our first time doing it together. So what we as a coaching staff are very aware of is that everything that we're doing is brand new. So we're, we're, we're making sure that our guys know that it is one day at a time and, and we're happy to be one and oh, but that doesn't mean anything going into week two. Uh, we, we've got to come back with a good, good, proper focus and looking to do the little things, uh, that, that are going to help contribute to victory. And that's just being able to play good execution, assignment, perfect football. 
All right. Well, I do appreciate it as usual. Yes, sir. And, uh, yes, sir. Much uh, success uh, next week and moving forward. All right. Thank you very much, Herb. Talk to you soon. Okay. So there you have it. Coach Maurice Flowers over at Johnson C. Smith. 1-0 for the first time in a decade. He's feeling pretty good. I would imagine his players are feeling pretty good, too. I'll be interested to see what the turnout is like on Saturday. Uh, you know, folks have made plenty of mention over the years about Smith being an also-ran and not really being worthy of their time or effort to support. There's a lot of buzz going on about this program now. Will they turn out? Or is it still too early to get a good read on the temperature of Charlotte? Regardless, we'll cover the game, as we always do at the Post, as well as opening day for the Carolina Panthers, who are headed to Atlanta for Sunday's NFL debut. So keep up with us at our website, thecharlottepost.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Oh, sorry, it's not even Twitter anymore. X, there. And the usual suspects. And of course, with Sports Charlotte on the website as well as Queen City Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. For everybody back at the office, we appreciate you. Keep up with us. Drop us a line. Let us know how we're doing. And we will talk to you next time. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.